Oh, hello. It has been a long time, baby, and I don't even remember what it's like to talk into a microphone, but we are back for your favorite podcast. Is this what you want? With Matt and Julia. I'm Julia, and I'm sitting across who else other than... Matt. That's Matt, (laughs) guys! The Matt part. He's the Matt part of the Matt and Julia. All my parts are Matt parts. And all my parts are Julia parts. That's what I say when I go to the doctor. I go, all my parts are Matt parts. And then he's like, well, what part is uh, the part you need help with? And I went, the Matt part. And then he tells me to leave. That's why healthcare is beautiful in Canada. You can just go to the doctor and dick them around. Listen. You don't get charged anything. Don't do that. Don't dick the doctors around. Especially don't right now. dick the doctors around. The doctors and the nurses are dealing with... With enough. Guys, we uh, obviously, as you may have noticed, took about a month off. Was it a whole month? It was at least a month. Because we asked ourselves, is this what you want? And the world did not want two white people talking about things. Yeah. We read the room, the room being the planet, and we thought, also uh, got very depressed there for a bit. Yep. Uh, like everyone, I think the world seemed bleak, and it still very much is. But it seems—it seemed bleak, but but during this entire time, we've had time off. We've had time to reflect and learn and grow. And is scary and fucked up as everything is. What there was a part of me that I'm like, this is like, there's fire under under certain humans right now we're all banding together like not all of us it's very divided if anything it hasn't ever been more divided yes but certain groups but things are changing yes the world is at at a turning point as we can all feel we can feel it and and uh it's like when you move to a new apartment i mean oh boy it's uh the world is moving into a new apartment and it's a little awkward at first you gotta it's a lot of heavy lifting and uh, you got to change your internet provider over. You got to take your modem back. You got to get a new one. You got to bring the cable guy over. He's got to figure out if your internet even works through DSL. You got to set up your hydro or, or power. You got to set up. I kind of get where you're going here. And it would have been, it maybe it would have been just easier to stay in your old apartment. Sure. Right? That's what we were doing. We were in the old apartment. We and were all the, in the old and apartment. And the new apartment is like, oh my God. But then once you get the new apartment just how you like it, you're going to be like, it's a better apartment, and it's I'm glad much, that I struggled yes. to make this better apartment. It's much roomier. There's a lot more light, and uh, black people are not being killed by cops, and also the cops are defunded. So that's the world we want an l- apartment we want to live in. Right. Uh, and that's where we are now. Uh, it's also storming outside, and that's quite ominous. Yeah. It was this is the big reason I didn't hot. want to do a podcast. I didn't, because, I don't know, I felt like shit was really going to a dark place and i didn't want to be the only two jerk offs doing doing jo- jokes and podcasts lately and i tweeted this but it feels like the the violinist playing violin while the titanic sunk yeah like you're just kind of like i'm gonna play this out and it's and it's not to say because people are like we need comedy in a time like this like yes obviously everybody needs to laugh but we also need to recognize what's going on yes we there were certain comics i saw that were doing just like 
shameless self-promotion during like the day of the main protests and the riots and it just made me sick to my stomach yeah and it's like can you read the room i know as comedians we're all selfish pieces of shit but it's like my god take a second it's not even that we're selfish we're like I mean, we are selfish. All we but, know is self-promotion. But we're also insecure and whatever. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know who am I without like constant. And because it, it went from like, oh, I need to be putting out videos and I need to be doing this and I need to be doing whatever. And then everything happened. And yeah. you're like, no, I need to shut up and listen for a second because what I thought my problems were are literally nothing. They are nothing compared to the grand scheme of everything. I'm getting warm. I'm going to take off my sweater so you keep talking. I, do I have to you want to crack that door open a little bit too? This room gets mighty hot, I tell you. It's a little uh we're still in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, obviously. Uh I don't know our original did we mention this on the podcast our original plan is like we'll do we'll do two months in Canada we'll, we'll just go be gone for two months everything will calm down we'll come right back yeah I don't know why two months seemed to be the golden number for us we're idiots I don't know what we were thinking I, we didn't know how diseases worked I guess but we're still here and we're quite comfortable and we're trying to figure out a plan which changes by hourly yeah um, and we still don't know what that is but yeah, I mean, the plan originally was uh, there was no plan. Yeah. <laughs> the plan was there was no plan. The plan was get the hell out of the United States. But then we decided we're like, we finally, so we were just at a cottage for 10 days, which, oh, I needed that. Living with our with my parents has been has been nice, but challenging. We needed some They might space. be listening to this. Ed's, Ed tends to listen to your content. I know, I'm saying it's nice. We used to Ed, say the house is I'm lovely. not about to say something weird. We love it here. We do love it. Thank you, Dad and Mom. Anyway, we had come to the conclusion. We're like, you know what? Yes. Because of our green card status, we have to be in the States for a certain amount of time. So we're like, we'll go back to L.A. for two weeks and we'll pack up our apartment so we can be in L.A. We can say we're there and then we'll come back and maybe get an apartment in Toronto or something just for now and for the for the foreseeable future. And then eventually when things get better, because the numbers are so bad in L.A. right now, then we'll go back right now on June. What is this? June, July. Wow. We're in July. I forgot already. July 2nd, 5 p.m. The numbers are quite bad. I think uh, California has more cases than all of Canada. Yeah. So that's something. And but then the reason that we're not, you know, going to go back is as soon as we're like, yes, we will fly back mid month, figure this all out. Boom. And then all the airlines announced they're like, we're operating at full capacity. We're selling the middle seats. I'm like, yeah, they're not uh, social distancing. Anymore. A lot of the ones that we would use are not. So I don't know. That's like so many companies right now are just like die for us. Like yeah. die so we can live. It's like this is a sick, sick time. I don't like this apartment and I can't wait till the world gets to its new apartment. Yeah. I don't like th- I mean It's probably a spacious two bedroom ensuite laundry. I'm feeling I'm feeling I don't know feeling? what I'm feeling. Uh wh- what is a word or color or food that you feel like right now? I'm feeling a um like a like a rouge. You're like feeling I feel a rouge? I feel mellow, I'm a little hot. Maybe even a yellow. I, yeah, I feel like I'm like a gross color of yellow right now. Like a like a baby shit yellow. Yeah. Hmm. I just, something feels like... Because you're sticky because it's humid. Ominous. Yeah. It's just everything, and I feel like there's, you know, a lot of white people going through this right now, and I like to think of ourselves as... White people. <laughs> yes, as white people. 
but like you know as much as i hate the word woke like relatively woke white people yes we and i think a lot of our friends and a lot of white people out there no nobody no white person i mean i'm sure there are some white people out there wakes up every day being like today i'm going to be racist or today i'm going to like hurt somebody but we are so ignorant and there's so much that we don't know and we don't realize how if you could see me right now i'm like getting more on the edge of my seat you're leaning into it we don't realize how we've contributed to these things in the past because we haven't had to you know look at ourselves and our behavior until recently well, it is the whole thing where it's like if you're not saying something that's just as bad, like it's yeah. it. I've gone years being like, I know I'm not racist, but like I in private conversations, people will say racist jokes after shows. People will say racist jokes to me and I'll be like, OK, I'm going to get out of here. Like not being like, hey, that's wrong. don't say that. And here's why. Just because I am afraid of conflict. So mm-hmm. it's like. We're, I feel like we're the types of people that are learning to deal with conflict and to, and that's what helps make the world change is and call things out, call things out. Yeah. Even in private, even if it's one-on-one, who cares? And I feel like I, I have been, I always kind of have been, but now I am more And in, in the same way that like, as a woman in comedy, as a woman in general, like the amount of things that are said to me as a woman, I'm like, Hey, that's not cool. And I'm like, I wish men would speak up about this. Like, why do we have to do all the heavy lifting? And then I'm like, okay, well, it's the same thing for people of color. Also, I don't even know anymore. I've I've read so many things that people of color, people don't like that. So I don't even know. I think it's supposed to say black people. Black people, but black with a capital B, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the new, that again, everyone's learning. Everyone's uh, listening. Speaking about learning, just quickly before I forget. You are going to become a biology teacher. No. It's a weird time to I don't do know that. Dick about science. Well, you said that dick is part of science. Oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'd call it a the penis. dick is part of science. Um, it's a no, bad part. Listen, if you're if you're a white person who's overwhelmed and being like, I just don't even know how to help. Just fucking listen for a second, read something, and go from there. Yeah. And I will say, I read. So you want to talk about race? Yeah. By. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm so bad at pronouncing things. Ijoma Oluo, Ijoma Oluo is the know. is the is the uh, author, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's by no means the last book I'll read about race, but it's a very good jumping off point, and yeah, and I good think I, I think everybody honestly everybody should read it. And I'm I was thinking I'm like, if this had been like mandatory reading in high school, we would be different as a society. You think so? I do. Because we, especially like someone like, and I, I don't know what your schooling was like, but I grew up in a really white neighborhood, uh, like all white kids at my school, even throughout high school, like a lot, like predominantly white kids. So I didn't even, the lens I was looking through was just, I knew what was, whatever was around me. Right. And it's not like my parents were being like overtly racist at home. It's not, it's not like my peers were, we went to like the pretty like liberal arts high school, but we we live in a white supremacist society you know what i mean like we yeah. don't so what you don't see what you don't we don't see a, yeah exactly yeah hmm. a lot of colombians in my high school interesting yeah i would in be in london yeah it was weird a lot of uh yeah i'd be on the bus and i'd be like one of five white people well there you go maybe a full bus so i 
you know, I it's uh, it was that's how I and the, you know and we still had, we had black people at our, at our high school. I mean, it was a choir and orchestra school, so I mean, talk about white activities. You know, black people like to sing in choirs. I know, but it's like little Johnny's got to play his viola before pudding. <laughs> oh, before pudding! <laughs> You're not getting your pudding until you strap on the viola, Johnny. Um, but anyway, we've um, we've learned a lot in the last couple of weeks, and I feel like it's now time to come back and yeah. and and figure out what people want. Yeah, <laughs> to a certain extent. I mean, trying to figure out what people want and figuring out what what people want for the world. Yeah, and what they want for themselves. Yeah, and what what, uh, what what we want for others and how we can help others. Absolutely, we're and changing the name of the podcast. Is this how we can help others? I'm just kidding. And also, it's but that's not bad. It's not. This is not meant to sound depressing, but our careers are are dwindling day by day by day, and we don't have much. So <laughs> we need a podcast right now. Yeah, it's uh, we're still doing like videos and stuff. And um, here's the thing that I'm curious. Also. This tweet's not doing as well as I thought. You said it was confusing. Here's the tweet. In quotes, it says, Hi, I'm a producer from drive- Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. We were wondering if we could let our glow-in-the-dark bar- panda loose in your restaurant for an afternoon. Well, how is that not obvious that I'm talking about Guy Fieri? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as soon as you pointed out, I was like, well, glow-in-the-dark panda. You're like, yeah, the panda is Guy. And then I was like, oh. And then I laughed so hard. I think it's so funny. What does this have to do with our careers? I was just looking at it because uh, <laughs> all I have is tweets now. And, um, oh, this is the thing we have to talk about because we were like, what can we do right now? We can't do stand-up. We can't. Julia, you were talking about coming out with a new comedy album. Yeah. Via. Like literally me just telling jokes to nobody and then Matt putting in a laugh track. Putting in a laugh track because what options do you have? There's people doing outdoor shows there's drive-in car shows happening which i do, don't even know what that's like can you hear the laughs i don't know like do they honk their horns when they like, like it that's what scares me and I, I mentioned that as well i'm like i don't want to be performing to a bunch of people in front of horns like that's like it's bad enough you perform in front of people like with chicken Would wings it be like, and uh, projectiles performing in the movie cars where the cars are humans. Unless the cars yes. themselves could laugh. Until they invent laughing cars. Come on. Yes. We need laughing cars more than ever right now. Tell Elon Musk to invent the laughing car. <laughs> <laughs> you should literally tweet that at him and be like, can you make Tesla's laugh? Because yeah. there's little computers in them. Why not? Change the horn to a laugh. Honestly, I'm going on fucking Dragon's Den or Lion's King or whatever it's called. Lion King. <laughs> the Lion King show, yes. And then I'm going to pitch that. Shark Laughing Tank. Cars. Shark Tank in the States. Yeah. Laughing Cars are going to be like, how? What, what's your pitch? I'm like, give me a million dollars and make a laughing car. Yeah. They'll be like, what do you have? The <laughs> idea. <laughs> Is Just it the, the horn? Idea. You press the horn and the car laughs? Ha 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 No, the car is a robot oh, it reacts. And, and, and like genuinely if it likes your joke we'll laugh through the grill there is a giant mouth yeah mm-hmm. and it will laugh uh, no it's not the human controlling it it's the, the it's car the car it's like the AI. car is um what what is it Sen- a sentient sentient being. sentient yeah is that how you say that sentient i think so it's an it's, insatiable it's an it's a sensational insatiable uh laugh vehicle Listen, I don't know if this is what you want, but guys, I'm just trying to say right now, I'm just trying to say, <laughs> it feels good to be back, baby, and it's Chappy Hour. It is Chappy Hour. We got two red wines, <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, Chappy Hour. Cheers. Oh. Tonka, Ooh. tonka. Um, mm. Mm. Oh, here's to Chappy, the worst movie that only one of us is, have seen. 
You still have still not seen it. Still never seen it. Um, well, will you ever see it, you think? Will there ever be a time where you're going to sit down? Because I can't watch it with you. You're I gonna, don't This is an independent thing you're going to have to do. I just remember being on a plane and you watching it, and I kept glancing over, being like, what the fuck is this movie? And you're like, yeah. it's Chappie. I swear you glanced over at the beginning when it was just Chappie himself walking around. And I'm like, okay, this, this, this movie's something. And then he starts talking, and then you glanced over like 40 minutes later, and he's wearing like a gold chain, and he's covered in like like graffiti tags and you're just like what's happening with this movie just from from the few glances i stole it upset me so much it's upsetting it's um the visual of Chappie. it's the ears he could be very cute but he's the cgi is meant to look very real and then also diane word is in it and the two you know those two rappers the suit two south african rappers like they're like the main they they like tell they teach Chappie how to do uh, violent illegal things. Oh, and like he I think he carjacks somebody at one point. It's very bad. Hugh Jackman's in it and he looks gnarly. He has like almost like a mullet. It's there's a lot going on. This is a bad movie, but you yeah. know what? I'm glad it exists because without Chappie, we would not have Chappie Hour. Unless there's another movie that rhymes with Happy Hour, uh, but I like Chappie Hour. Chappie Hour is hilarious. But, <laughs> but, I mean, there's always the option if we find another movie that, that rhymes with happy. Like, what? Happy, crappy, lappy. No, it's Chappie Hour for life. It's Chappie Hour our, for our life. Our listeners love Chappie Hour, right? It's true. Right? Um, we want some more Chappie fan art. If you if you can make... Please send us some um, Chappie fan art. Some photoshops of me and Julia with Chappie or Chappie. Or uh, my face on Chappie's body and then yes. Matt's dick <laughs> No, ew, ew, can you imagine some perv found a picture of your dick and photoshopped it on Chappie? There's definitely like erotic fan fiction of Chappie. Well, I think there's a erotic fan fiction of everything. For sure. But there's definitely but like. But there's not a picture of your dick out there floating around on the internet. There is actually there? isn't. I don't think I've ever taken a picture of my penis. Good. Uh, it's because I know, I remember, because I worked for Apple and I'm just like, I don't trust this thing. I don't trust mm. this. And then people getting their iClouds hacked and it's just like. I've never taken a picture of my downstairs bits. Yeah, you d- I don't know what the I don't know. It's like if I because if you're single nowadays, that's what you have to do, I guess. I mean, everybody talks about that. They're like, you guys send your dick to. You know. I don't think people like this though. I don't. I don't. There's know no way you like it. it. Who started this rumor that everybody wants to see your a your dirty meats? man, <laughs> a filthy, disgusting man, sending your penis to people. Speaking Despicable. about sending your penis. It was Canada Day yesterday. Yeah, there were tons of Canadian penises out. Which is also bittersweet because of Canada's, you know, less than perfect past. It's interesting because Canadians are all like always, we're all on our high horse, especially now being like, ah, at least we're not America, blah, 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 blah. It's like, we still have a problem with racism. We, the way we obviously treated our indigenous people and continue to treat them is awful but then there's so much that i love about this country but what i like about this country too is i feel like for the most part people are very open-minded so it's like okay let's take the time to learn about our past and better ourselves knowing now that we know it's if you look at the numbers even though we've known forever yeah like 338 million people live in the united states Yikes. And 37.5 million people live in Canada. Mm-hmm. So we have a large chunk of, for the numbers, 
we still have we have the same problem. But it just doesn't look as big because there's not as many people. Are you talking about COVID or racism or both? All of the above. Right. <laughs> we have problems, but because we're less people, we're like, well, what are they doing down there? It's right. like, well, we're not. We are basically the population. California has more people than Canada. California's 39 million people. 39.5 and we're 37.5. Doesn't are you blow actually your mind? yanking my... Puss. I've never yanked your puss. I am not yanking your puss right now. Oh my god! Um, Why did I not know this? I'll be honest. I'm learning it right now. I literally looked it up <laughs> right now. I knew that the populations were drastically different, but my god, doesn't that blow your mind? We moved from Canada to California, and we're living with almost the same amount of people, but in a smaller area. Area, right? Yeah. So, hmm. I mean, Canada is very big, but there's parts of Canada. That are just like unlivable. Well, I've always wanted to go to the Northwest Territories, just because it's like yeah, I'd like to go, but like there's just there's so many. Also, there's the Yukon. There's vast areas where it's like nobody's gonna build a home here because there ain't shit here, you know. Yeah, but it's like I thought. I always thought Northwest Territories were funny because it's like remember like doing maps in school and you you're like all the fun provinces with their fun names and then you're like. Oh, up Northwest. there, Northwest Territories. I remember I would just write NWT. I'm like, what is this place? Are you having trouble with your... Um, Internet? Yeah. Are you on the extension? Well, then I just got off everything now. Get on the extension. I had to, um, for the listener, just to bring you into this household here, I had to uh, install a Wi-Fi extender to uh, make sure the Internet uh, uh, reached certain areas. Yeah, but half the friggin' time it don't work. Has a hard time going through brick Wi-Fi, I'll tell you that much. Hard brick... And then what else? I mean, there's just thick wood. It's like an old house. It's uh, hard to get that Wi-Fi out. Got to squeeze it through the cracks. Yeah. Sorry. Are you on it now? I am on it. I was trying to find something because I wanted to talk about something. Was it about population and numbers? Because I feel like this is what people want. They want to learn about populations. Isn't that, what, what, what country has the biggest population? Do you think it's China or India? What country has the highest population? India is a continent. No. <laughs> what? It's a country. Wait a minute. Okay. Just it's uh <laughs> what? what do you think? Wait, we actually have to take this out because I'm embarrassed. No. Um, yes. <laughs> not gonna happen. I have embarrassing stuff on this podcast too. Do you think what so what what do you think is the number one most populated country in the world? To me this seems obvious, but who knows? The number one populated country in the world? Yeah. I don't freaking know. China and then India second. Wait and then the United States third? Oh, I didn't mean to say that about India. I take that back. That it was a continent? Yeah. I, mean, I meant to say Africa. This is just uh, a testament to... I, geography was not a big class to me in school. It's actually... It's embarrassing how bad I am at geography. Me too. I mean, you still don't know where Italy is. <laughs> I do now. You do now. But w when we went to Thailand in January, I was like, oh, this is where it is. Like, I th it took me going there to be like, oh, this is where we are. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then learning about all the countries around it. But, you know, I remember in school, like, there'd be maps everywhere. And I'm just like, can we have, like, a couple weeks where we just all memorize the countries? I would love to just memorize the countries. Maybe that's something we should do with our, our pandemic time. 
I need. I keep saying this. I've want. I kept wanting to buy a globe. Yes. Remember, I was like, I want to buy a globe, and then we got this like uh, one of those big like silk screens of like a map. Yeah. That we put above our bed. Oh yeah. But then I didn't look at it hard enough. No, I glanced at it before bed, and you know, I you know, I'd, I'd peep around. Some of the countries weren't labeled on that thing. Yeah, it I was mean, weird. It was a bit spotty. It, it is a bit spotty. But I would like a globe for our bar cart. I like a bar cart. Liquors around, nice globe, or those globes that are a bar cart. Remember we looked up those. Oh yeah. Where it it looks like a globe, but then you open it and you're like, oh, and then there's booze a inside. bunch of cheap whiskey. Yeah. You gotta fill it with nice stuff too. If it if it's a nice thing, that's a real investment. Those uh, those nice bar carts. India's a continent. I've never said that in my life, and I don't even believe that. Why did I say that? See, now you have an Italy moment. I know, but I just had like a, a moment of panic where it's like, what? And then I I freaked out. The important thing is we're all on planet Earth, and the United States has three hundred thirty-two million people in it. Um, there's too many people. There's too many countries. It's no wonder we don't all get along. Too many people. Too many. The apartments. Everyone. It's full. Too many people in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's why space exploration is the most important thing right now. Why? So we can just take up more space and and then get in fights with aliens. Yes. <laughs> no. No. So we can spread it out, baby. If we can't even figure out how to like get along with each other, other humans, how do we expect to get along with other, you know, beings? Well, that's also. If you, I, if the listener, if you ever watch the show The Expanse, read the books that are that it's based on. It's very, 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 very good. Um, but they do that. It's it's far in the future, where people colonize Mars. They colonize the asteroid asteroid belt, and that's the thing. It's like Earth people all get along for the most part, but then they're like, oh, those damn Mars people, and then Mars are like, oh, those damn asteroid belt people. You know what I mean? Like it's that's I feel how th- how it would go. Like right. it would just be spread out, and you'd just be like, ah, those people. Like that's just the human. That's human nature. I think. I guess so. I don't know. But if you were, we're to not going to gonna s- fix it on this podcast. That's for damn sure. We don't even know where the fuck India or Italy is. This should be called two idiots with a capital I. Is this what you want with two idiots with a capital I? Listen, the fact is, we're trying. <laughs> the I. We are trying. We are learning, and that's another thing I will say um, about all this. A lot of a lot of white people are like i'm afraid to talk about racism or say something because i'm afraid i'm going to say the wrong thing or i'm not going to be a good ally or i'm not going to do this or that it's like you don't know unless you try you're gonna fuck up and that's okay yes as like as long and not not to say like good intentions aren't enough but if you do fuck up if you do say the wrong thing listen take that criticism and then be better next time it's the same it's the same thing for like career stuff there's so many times where i'm like oh my god i i'm scared that i'm gonna screw up in this way or i'm scared this thing i'm gonna write is gonna be bad or this audition's gonna be bad so i just like maybe i just won't do it i'm like well i'm not gonna get anywhere if i just don't do anything yes why am i I talking so yes that's (laughs) here's the thing then we we've been fucking up. I literally have had two sips of wine, and I'm not making any fucking goosed sense. Malus. I'm not goosed. I'm passionate. Yes. I'm not articulate, and that's that's where I get scared. I'm like I don't know how to express myself well, and everybody's gonna think I'm a fucking moron. But you also, we also have to relearn how to use. You you, you joked about not knowing how to use a microphone. It's 100 percent true. Like yeah. we don't talk like this 
on a daily basis. Like you, there's a different way of talking when you're on a podcast or when you're doing stand up comedy, and it's just like you know we don't have that anymore. There's right. no, so it's like this is the first time we've done this in a while. So give yourself some time to get I'm articulate. Why don't to. you? Don't get so hard on yourself already over here. Oh, I, this is um. I mean, this maybe will lead into um. Sorry, a backpack is slowly sliding off Whoa, a bag. That and it was, was really very weird. scary. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even touch that backpack, no. and it just slowly creeped down that bag. That crinkling bag noise that we just heard. Wow, Nobody heard it. It was very soft. Anyway, soft this will bag. lead into our warm and fuzzy um, category segment. Whatever oh, yeah, it's warm and fuzzy. I forgot that we have segments. I guess this is a pretty warm and fuzzy. Oh, oh, oh. But um, one of my articles is going to be published. Yay! Yeah, one of my articles is, is going to be published. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on this, but it was it was an article that I wrote. I was having like I woke up one morning at like three a.m. and like my heart was beating out of my chest. I couldn't sleep. I was just you know going through every awful thing. This was maybe like a, over a month ago that I wrote this that where this happened. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like I don't know what to do with myself. And I finally just started writing this article that I had an idea about. And the article is about why I'm not writing. So I wrote an article about why I'm not writing. Yeah. And and I sat Meta. on it for a long time because it wasn't the fucking time to to release it or even pitch it. Um and then you gave me some lovely feedback and my friend Christina Walkenshaw gave me some good feedback, both people that I trust. I and loved it. And then I, I sent it um I sent it to uh the comedy tribune uh -huh. and, and Morgan was like, I love this. He said I love this. Nice. And I was like, oh, so it's it's the first article I've had published in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. you were used to work for CBC. Yeah, since uh, whatever that was. That was a long time. That was ago. like 2015. Yeah, that might have been five years 14? ago. Fourteen. I did I did a couple, but you were like knee deep in that over there. Yeah, I was like contracted for a while. Yeah. But then yeah, but then I didn't write for a long time. Like I mean, I I did I released my own food blog and and my own little articles here and there, but not on. A, a different site other than my own so yes that's exciting and that's, that's warm happening. and fuzzy but that's not even my warm and fuzzy so do you uh now now let's let's really get in now that our whistles are wet and our butts are slick i'm already going to play the jingle before what you just said really so we're already in the fuzz we're in zone. it well that wasn't mine but you go do you want me to do mine yeah i think i have two my god first Guys, of all it's been a long time we've we've racked up a lot of warm and yeah, fuzzies i totally forgot about this bit until now so these are the two that i could first think of um i'm still running a lot yes um i've and i really love it and it's making me feel very very good and uh and i'll wake up and i'll have days where i feel weird or depressed and i'll i i have now upped my running to i'm going to run at least 30 minutes a day Every day? So far, I've run four days in a row, 30 minutes. Yikes. Every single day. Today was very hot. It is insanely humid today. I, Not even hot, humid. Yes, I drained all my fluids uh, on the last kilometer. And then uh, there's little challenges in this Nike Run app. And then, you know, I'm getting a lot of these challenges done. And you're getting ranked on the global community. And there's all this very nice stuff. And it's one of those cheese ball things where it's, you know, those fitness people that are like, we're all in this together. Let's just, let's all pump each other up. And I'm like, totally into that now. So it's making me feel very good. My second warm fuzzy, which is uh, a main, the, my main fuzz, is I went to go visit my parents. Oh, yeah. Because they live in Peterborough, Ontario, and we were in Ottawa. So I'm like, I'm going to make the trip down, just me. I'll sleep in a tent. 
you know, as to social distance properly, even though my parents were like, don't worry about it. I, there's no COVID here in Peterborough. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy in a news story that's like, I killed my family <laughs> and then I also killed your family. Right. Somehow transporting COVID across the province. So they agreed to set up a tent, did it, had a lovely dinner outside El Dante. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt... <laughs> I always like to say, like, we're dining al fresco, which means outdoors. That means outdoors. Because it sounds so pretentious, al fresco. And then Matt was like, (laughs) he comes back and he's like, oh, I kept telling my family we're dining al dante. I'm like, no. But none of us knew that I was incorrect. So (laughs) I said it probably three times. We had this beautiful table and this, like, they live on a farm. So it was in this outdoor, in the field. And it's so quiet and nice. I'm like, oh, dining al dante. Isn't this something? We're dining al dante, everyone. And everyone's like, nice. Oh, <laughs> it's al fresco. Um, and the the big warrant, it was a lovely visit. Love my family. Uh, they're having a very nice time on this farm, renovating it, whatnot. And then, you know, my parents have had a rough time. My mom and my dad, they've been up and down, tipsy toodle all over the place. Tipsy toodle, Tipsy yeah. toodle. Um, so I'm always just like, I, I wonder how they're doing. Like, I, wonder if, I never get the full picture. And then I remember we finished dinner. We sat around the fire, uh, had some mallows, and then and then everyone's like, "Okay, we're gonna go to bed." And then my mom, I caught my mom and my dad. They gave each other just a quick little peck, cute, just a quick little, mwah, like just a little, like good night. And I was just like, Ugh. like I almost started crying right then and there. Like it almost, Aww. it was so emotional. And I'm like, just when you think, I mean, our parents, you never fully understand them, but it's like you know, there's still love there. Yeah. Whether whatever kind it is. And it was very nice. And then I was just like so like touched and like kind of sat outside by myself because everyone went to bed early. And then uh, I in my from my tent, I could hear my dad uh, in his room watching TV and he was just like laughing to himself. He was just like having a time. And I was just like, this is like I fell asleep to the sounds of my dad laughing at what is this? I know. And it was just so nice. And I just woke up and I'm just like, I know we had problems. I know my family has problems, but it's just like at the end of the day, we're all human. It's all love and laughter, baby. Yeah. So that's what a warm and fuzzy. I feel so warm and fuzzy. That's so warm and fuzzy. Oh, gosh. I feel like I feel like I had so many warm and fuzzies and then it's been so long that I don't even know anymore. But they're all over the place. These ones. Ugh, I don't know. OK, well, shit. What's mine? I'm, um, hmm. The article was a good one. Yeah, but that's that's more of just like, look, this fun thing that I did, you know? Yeah. It is warm and fuzzy, especially when, because I, we, we work together a lot, you and I, and I, but I can tell when you're like very genuine about something and being like, I love this. Yes. And I was like, that is very nice. And same, and same with Christina and like, it's not so it's like, yeah, it was great. Like she was like, this is what I liked about it and was very like specific and quoted things back. I'm like, it's just it's it's nice as much as you're like, oh, I don't need outside validation or whatever. But like when you are vulnerable and send it to people you trust and you get actually really great feedback. There's no I don't think there's any shame in, uh, in wanting outside validation, especially no. now, like where you just you're not any you're not going out yeah. with people you know what i mean it's just us baby so it's like and and just the little so i guess piggybacking off of that because i've been writing in these like morning pages every day i'm forcing myself to just write it's it's basically a journal yeah um but through that there was like a part of the artist way thing it there was like write your um your artist prayer which is so 
like my eyes rolled so hard you could <laughs> fucking hear them and that's one of your old jokes right when you can hear the eyes rolling don't you have some bit about that oh i used to have a um oh what the hell was that bit it was like i was on a train once and the the mother was ta- a mother was talking to her kid yeah and being like are you a good boy or a bad boy spencer uh, spencer like it was just like a spencer or something yeah and it was just like so obnoxious, like you could hear the sound of people's eyes rolling. Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's that was me when I'm reading this chapter. It's like, write your artist's prayer, and here's an example. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. But they're like, write your artist's prayer, and like recite it daily, and blah blah blah. And I was like, I don't want to write my artist's prayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally was like, fuck it. And this is when I was up at the cottage, and I just like wrote of stuff about like. And it's not like God. I say like the universe or whatever. So I'm just like yeah. writing about the universe and whatever. And then I read it back the next day and I was like, oh, whatever, I'm going to read this back. And I was like, I actually really like this. Well, I really go. liked my artist pair. I don't have it in front of me or else maybe I would have read it. But um, maybe I'll post it later. Maybe that's a fun little nugget. But it was just like, it is a nice, because as much as I like read these books and I'm like, yeah. And in the moment, I'm so gung ho then I, I don't put it into into practice. Right. I read it, and then it literally leaves my mind. So if it's something like that, like this artist prayer that you come back to, and you get this instant little reminder, yeah, that's good. And then the same thing with, like, in my morning pages on Canada Day, I, I wrote I just, I just wrote a poem about Canada. I wrote this dumb little poem about Canada. And Do you I, have the poem here? Shit, you should have brought oh, it. Here, you keep talking. I'm going to grab my book. Oh, my God. I just have to talk to me. You no, got to okay, run yourself. quick. What I am I going to talk about? Oh, my God. Just talk about I it. I will say to bounce on your um, thoughts on motivation and whatnot that uh, when, I'm, uh, when, I, when I was allowed to go to the gym, when gyms were open, um, across the way from the treadmills, there was like words on the wall that said like endurance and motivation. And it actually helped. I don't, it's, uh, it, it, little things like that actually motivate you. Uh, words of, uh, motivational words work is what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, I talked the whole time you were gone. What motivational <laughs> words? Were you seeing I was like talking inspirational about, quotes? I was talking about when uh, we used to go to LA Fitness in Hollywood when we were allowed and when we lived there still. Across the, w- the, on the wall across from the treadmills, there was motivational words and they actually kind of worked on me. Really? It was like endurance, motivation, uh, s- stretching. Wow, <laughs> it worked. I would love to hear that. I don't think I've. You, this is my first hearing of this Canada Day poem too. Yeah, I, I saw you it. writing it, but you you did not read it to me. I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like post it and I'll share it. And then friends came over, and then I had some drinks, and I forgot. But okay, so um, I I've already gone through one book of like or diary from my morning pages, and then I started a new one. But because I don't have all my notebooks here, I'm just finding old notebooks that I like wrote in as a kid for like a few pages and then never continued. So I found this notebook This and <laughs> the beginning says this book is Julia's. She got this book <laughs> December 25th, 1994, Sunday. Uh-huh. And then this is just there's barely it's mostly about cats. There's a cat on the cover um, and it's just cat facts. But then there's this story and here's the story. This, this is not my Canada Day poem. Um, okay, this is the story. Okay, so this is what I said. The story that is called Socks, a story of a cat. It started like this. They were selling cats for 25 cents. 
And I forget the rest of the story. The end. <laughs> how old were you when you wrote that, you think? 1994. 94. So wait, when? how old were you? Uh, you were seven, seven, maybe six, six or seven. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to come up with a story at that age, so I get it. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. And then um, do you guys want to do you guys want to hear my Canada Day poem? It's poetry slam. Oh, God. It's I the mean, poem corner. With it's not. Honestly, it's not. It just made me feel nice. I, I, w- I didn't read it back and was like, oh, man, this is this is are gonna, epic. Are you going to read it like a. Like a poem, poet person. What does a poet person do? The rain in the yard is wet. Oh, like slam poetry. And it is getting slippery in Tibet. Wow, <laughs> that's you, not bad. You sound like Chappie. I don't know what Chappie sounds. I sound am like. Chappie. Chappie wants to hear your poem. My beautiful Canada. No, no, no. Read it good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I feel so. I feel so. Do you have um, the title? Is it the title "My Beautiful Canada"? I guess so, but that's also the first line. So okay, okay. so let's call it "My Beautiful Canada" by yeah. Julian Lakowitz. Here we go. I feel actually so vulnerable and embarrassed. Just fucking why. read oh, it. Fucking read. Okay, "My Beautiful Canada." Why did I ever leave? Your warm embrace was too cold for me, so I traveled south for bigger, better things. But a global pandemic brought me back one spring. No, you're not perfect, but you have an ease, a grace. You're humble yet proud, a truly special place. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. I've had a lot of time to let my mind wander. One foot in Canada, one foot in L.A. Only time will tell if I go or stay. Oh, sweet Canada, where I was grown. I could go anywhere in the world and still call you home. Oh, my God. I love it. (coughs) That's nice. Isn't it sweet? That's really nice and good. I don't know. I just you should have posted. Did you post that on Canada Day? No. You should have posted that on the I thing. I meant to, and then I got busy. I got caught up in friends. We actually had a distance hang with two friends that I've known since high school. Who, one was living in Toronto, one was living in London, and they're back. And that's the thing. The nice thing about this, not the nice thing, but the weird silver lining in this pandemic is like everybody has been displaced. Everybody's fucked. Yep. And but We're all I, different types of fucked right now. But you know, at least my friend Lindsay, who I haven't seen in. I don't know, three years. Yeah. I got to see her. That's nice. So, yeah, I got caught up in uh, the real world, man. So I couldn't post my poetry, but yeah, maybe I'll post it on um, the 4th of July being like, instead of celebrating yeah, like <laughs> the 4th of July, here's this poem about Canada. What's that celebration to look like this year? Like, it's first of all, Americans can't control themselves. They're for sure going to party their dicks off and yeah. spread COVID everywhere. Second of all, a lot of Americans don't feel good, I know, about being American right now. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I can't imagine being American and then being like, you know what? We're still good. Like, we're, no. we're still fine. There are good people down there. Of course there's good people down there. But it's like, as a whole, as, as what it's being run right now, oh, mama. It would, yeah, it would feel weird to celebrate the entire yeah, country right because now. Because there's been so many fuck-ups. But it's like, ugh. I just don't know. I just don't know, man. Fourth of July. Those used to be fun times down there, too, you know? Even, like, when we lived there. I mean, even Trump was in power, and we were still celebrating Fourth of July. We got three Because everybody likes to fucking slap the blinders on every once in a while and just go nuts and get drunk and not... Well, America does things big. Yeah. And you're like... Because Canada Day is... I was going to 
I was going to write something. It's, it's funny you wrote a poem because I was going to write like a big blurb about how I feel because I was walking around and I went for a jog down the uh, the Rudeau Canal and there was just people with like a Canada shirts like not being obnoxious. Like we celebrate our, con- mm. our country in a not an obno- obnoxious way. Yeah, I went for a bike ride too and everybody was just wearing Canada stuff but nobody yeah. was like lighting shit on fire. There was some fireworks last night but like in L.A., when Fourth of July happens, it's insane. It's a fucking World War Three explosion yeah. festival, and it's it's insane. But we, I feel like, and we're in the, even in the capital of Canada right now, and it wasn't crazy. Well, it's not crazy because of COVID. Yeah, but still, like, we'll see if Americans can control themselves, which I don't think they will be able to. But I know Canadians would be able to more than they would, is what I'm saying. I just, I, oh, God. Yeah, there's been Canada Days for me in the capital Ottawa when I was like 17 and oh boy yeah, they were a, crazy I know well that's uh, I can't think of any crazy Canada days I've definitely been at like cottages and stuff that's what you do you go up to the cottage I think we went up to Jeff Paul's cottage a couple yeah, years ago that was fine but that I'm talking about like when I would go to like the market like to Parliament <clears> Hill <throat> and yeah. there would just be thousands and thousands of people that would be nuts I don't think I've ever done Canada Day in, in our nation's capital. It was too much. This is my first, and it wasn't the usual one. No, we had a distance hang, and then we had a nice dinner, and then Matt and I sat on uh, in the driveway, and we blasted Canadian tunes. Yeah, we li- what did we listen to? We listened to... Uh, Down with Webster. Down with Webster, a Conline Crush. Um, Tragically Hip. Big Wreck. Yeah. Finger 11. Finger 11 we did. We did... You no know, Damn it, I meant to no get, get a bit of Celine in me. Bonjour, Celine. Um, yeah, we did all the hits. It was a nice little time. And then we, we with our full glasses of wine, walked through the park, down yeah. the street, and then up to a bridge. And then we walked over Bronson Bridge because I could hear the fireworks. I'm like, I must see them. So there's just two idiots with glasses of wine standing on a bridge watching fireworks. It was quite nice. And I was high out of my banana tree. Were you? I took uh, one of those edible pills well that makes sense matt literally spilt wine from head to toe wine uh, you were high does not make wine me, everywhere sloshing glossy well, then you were also drunk <laughs> no i was not drunk maybe i was drunk we were all drunk everyone's drunk i Listen, didn't spill it's anything chappy hour 24 7 here at uh at uh at the in our our place <laughs> where we are um oh yeah so back to g- i feel like this is just like one massive warm and fuzzy forever and ever it could be. Which is nice, but like the whole... So I wanted to talk about Canada because I started um, like promoting Canadian businesses and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, buy yeah. local, buy Canadian, oh, which yeah. I am guilty of not doing like in terms... Like I just ordered uh, a couple of weeks ago a bunch of shit from Old Navy because I'm like, I don't have any clothes because again, we thought we'd be here for two months. Yeah, we packed winter stuff like idiots. I, I have 17 pairs of sweatpants and that's it. So I'm like, I quick... This is when everything was like shut, shut. So I'm like, I need something delivered quick. So I got some stuff from Old Navy. But then I'm like thinking about all these Canadian designers and brands who are out there. So I started researching them and um, promoting them. And then I thought about uh, the ultimate Canadian brand that has been so good to me over my life. And I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned them before, but Birds of North America... Um, follow them on all their social media. They're great. She, uh, Haley and, uh, and her partner, Neil, um, help run stuff and it's Canadian made and it's beautiful fabrics and the coolest patterns and cuts. And then she was making masks for, um, 
you know, for the, for the pandemic. And I bought some to support her and she's just, she's just supportive and lovely. And then she posted, um, Oh, what did she post? And then she was posting like uplifting, like black owned businesses and fashion designers. And then, so I started looking at what she was posting and then Kayla K Kayla K online. It's a boutique in Toronto. Oh man. If you have some sort of, I mean, event coming up, a distance event of any kind. You better not have a fucking event coming up. Well, if it's a distance event or a whatever, or if you just want to like friggin' look nice and you have like a bit of money to invest. Yeah, if you want to wear a mask outside and exit your home, also and look nice. Kayla K has masks. Oh, they was oh yeah, that's good. Um, lots of masks, but like the most beautiful dresses and skirts, and it was just, I was like, I didn't know, and I didn't know about this. So I love that. Other small businesses are supporting other small businesses. It's all Canadian. Everybody's different. Every, it's just it's more interesting. It's more interesting when when it's different and w- people yes. keep posting about it, being like, "Hey, with comedy lineups, like, if you have an all white male lineup, I trust me, it's boring. Not to say all white guys are bad, but it's interesting to have different perspectives from everybody. And yes, then I just I think it's a. Uh, I just think it's nice. Anyway, so Birds of North America, lovely company, Canadian. Haley's the best. And I think she listens to our podcast sometimes. <gasps> so, hi, Haley. Hi. hi. We love you. Hi, um, We're going to wrap up on uh, one of my favorite new uh, segments, which is French okay. movie titles. French movie titles. Which movie are we going to do? I picked one already. <gasps> um, we were talking about Canada, and it got me thinking about one of my favorite Canadian actors, uh, Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. I love Rick. Honey, um, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes, it is. Honey, <gasps> okay. I Shrunk the Kids. Um, um, also, I, funny that uh, I just realized that his last name kind of looks like more anus. Uh, which is funny to me. <laughs> so I'm sure that was, he was bullied as a kid, Rick Moranis, but it's Rick Moranis. And so a couple things about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. IMDb really gives you the, the gold on this. So it was released in 1989. Yeah. Um, but it shows you when other countries released the film. 1989, for the most part, it's like 1990 in other countries. Um, Russia, January 3rd, 1999. The TV premiere. They premiered it on TV. Ten years later. Yes. So they were like, oh, yes, we will have Honey, I Shrunk the Kids premiering one day on television. Weird. Um, also, Grease. Uh, it premiered on DVD in 2009. Whoa. This one's even crazier. Oh Uruguay, June 6th, 2019. <laughs> what? They just got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 3D version re-release. Oh, maybe it's a re-release. So maybe they got the original one. But I think they're testing. They must be testing this in Uruguay. Are they some sort of cinematic testing ground? Maybe. There's we- a 3D re-release of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Which, honestly, for that movie would be amazing. Oh, yeah. With the big ants and everything. With the ants and that that like piece of like cake or brownie that they find in the It was lawn. an Oreo. Listen, whatever it was, as a kid, I was like, I want to be small and eat that massive Oreo. Did you ever That's go to Disney? Was it Disneyland or Universal Studios that had the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids exhibit? I don't think so. Uh, we went, to, yeah, I think it was Universal Studios, and like you got to slide down a big blade of grass. And there was giant <gasps> ants you could climb on. There was the Oreo, but it was obviously not edible, but we tried anyway. Ew. Um, so, okay, first of all, so the name is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay, which can I also, guess? Um, yes, yeah, so what do you think it is in... French. Well, here's the thing. Honey in French is miel, but not honey like, hey, honey. 
like will literal. say that word you just said is not okay in the title. Uh, ben les enfants sont petits. That's <laughs> I like it. I'm not even gonna. I don't think I'm gonna even try to say this one. It starts with Cherie. Cherie, I guess. Cherie, j'ai retracé les gosses. What does that mean? I Here. don't even know what you're saying. Let me read this. Here, there it is. Where? Oh. Cherie, j'ai retracé les gosses. What's that mean? Why don't they say les enfants or something? What's a les gosses? It's that- G-O-S-S-E-S. So you don't know what that means. Um, Let me translate that. I'm sure there's some possible French people that know French listening. It's the kids in French. I always thought kids was enfant. So did I. But I guess you can say Legos. I guess it's like kids and children. What's the difference between kids and children? One's more formal? The direct translation is honey, I shrunk the kids. Cherie, j'ai retrousse Legos. That never happens. That's pretty that's pretty bang on. Here's what I love the most about this. This is why I wanted to do this. In Japan, English title, Honey I Shrunk the Kids is called Micro Kids <laughs> 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 With an exclamation point. I love it when they just summarize it. When it's just like it's a long title and then it's just one or two words. Micro Kids. Um That was a really I should have closed with, with that one. But there was three working titles for the movie. It was either gonna be called Grounded. Okay. Bad title. Yeah. Teeny Weenies. Also could have been a title. And The Big Backyard. Very bad. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is perfect. Yeah, because it's... Because it tells you exactly what it is, but without giving too much away. It also reveals that the husband... It's the husband's fault. All in that title. Just the husband going, Honey, I Shrunk shrunk the Kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you see Rick Moranis, and you're like... That's oh, the guy that's that, the did guy that did it. He's the he did it. He's gonna shrunk the kids by accident. <laughs> Legos. He's gonna get the Legos. Petite Legos. What was it when when we did uh, Tu Wong Fu? Thank you for thanks for everything, uh, Julie Newmar. Yeah, and then in one country it was just like drag queens. It was like high heels or <laughs> yeah. something. It was like heel boys. Um, anyway, that was my favorite French movie titles, and this has been a great coming back to podcasting which is I don't it know. is it already done has it been an hour yeah pretty much i mean this I is like, how much i've like missed this and i was like uh, i, I like want to talk for to shave it under an hour so you know i don't want to take up a full hour of people's time but um i hope you enjoyed listening and it's very nice to be back and this is very nice to do this again and it's very nice to talk it's very nice and i i and i if you have any suggestions or 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 compliments or anything that you want to tweet at us you can tweet at us uh what is their thing um i t w t w j w nine is this what you want wait i t wait is this what i t w i t w y w podcast i t w y w podcast at ITWYW <laughs> podcast <laughs> on Twitter. Or is this what you want podcast it's, on Instagram? Yes. Uh, or me on Instagram at Julia Comedy, also on Twitter at Julia Comedy. Yes, I'm Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter and then Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Wait, is it lame if I like, because now I have the confidence of. Um, of a million poets. Of a million poets. And should I, should I read my artist's prayer? How long is it? <laughs> do it <laughs> just do it it's not too long 
Okay, thank you very much for listening. And <laughs> a big closer will be... We're going to end on an artist's prayer. End on Julie Ladkowitz. And uh, w- I'm just realizing with my Canada poem, it's about beauty. And then this one, the universe one, starts with beauty as well. Hack. I'm a hack. Hack piece of shit. Hackity, oh, hack, I didn't hack, read hack. it anyway. Okay, uh, so this is for all you creatives out there who want to create. And um, yeah, it, this one's real like touchy-feely. So buckle your pants. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Dear universe, we admire your beauty. We are in awe of your greatness. We know now it sounds like to the leader. I I sound like I'm praising love to the leader and it's a cult. Anyway, dear universe, we admire your beauty. We are in awe of your greatness. We know that we can count on you to catch us when we fall. Allow us to get out of our heads and into our souls so we can create and add more beauty to your world. We thank you for moments of peace and clarity and realize that the blocks will unblock as long as we keep creating. You encourage us daily. You want us to love ourselves as much as you love us. You know that we have limitless power, talent, and drive when it comes to shaping our destinies. Be gentle, us when, be gentle with us when we're down. Push us when we're close. Celebrate with us when we succeed, no matter how small. You are me, and I am you. Holy shit. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Let that open your mind and expand you into the universe. Oh, man. Guys, I've been so open and friggin' vulnerable tonight. It's been a lot. Anyway... Good night. Good night, everyone. Have a good sleepy sleep. We'll see you. We'll listen next week. We'll be back next week. I promise you. Yeah. Is this what you want? Is this what you want?